Hello and welcome to a very um, makeshift version of the Backstreet Boys and Girl. I'm Jodie. I'm Bea. Now Claire's not with us today, our girl's not with us today and we've promised her we're going to do this in one take so there's no editing for her and it can come out tomorrow on Sunday I hope. So apologies up front if we do make a few mistakes. Well it wouldn't be us if we didn't make a few mistakes with it so <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to apologise, I'm just going to crack on with it. Um, we were, I mean it was unbelievable last night we got to sit down on a Friday night oh. and watch a Diamond League. <laughs> was so weird because you know in the week there'd been all this talk about how we weren't going to be able to see it and I'm thinking oh we're going to have to like find some weird channel like we always complain about and then suddenly that afternoon we got told it was on the, the red button and I was like oh, oh okay so wasn't expecting so I that, missed you know? all of that chat I missed all of that chat about it not being able to not being able to view it um I'd forgotten it was on and As then usual. um someone yeah, of course. And then someone um, wrote on, in Twitter, and I was like, oh, amazing. And then I forgot to watch it. So um, I actually came in 40 minutes late, um, and I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to expect, because I hadn't looked at the lineups. I didn't know if people wanted to compete. I didn't know if there was going to be a crowd. I thought it might be a bit half-hearted. And I came in um, 40 minutes late, just when the women's 100 metres was on. Oh. And the women's 100... 100- <laughs> Women's 100 metres was like the worst quality event of the whole night. And I thought, oh, okay, so this is what it's going to be. And I thought, never mind, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to enjoy it. So I paused it on the TV and I went back and found it on YouTube and watched it from the beginning until I caught up again. And what a shock. What, I mean, <laughs> what a surprise. It, <laughs> well, first, it was, it was so good. First, I have to say, Jodie, you can't continuously for years complain that the um, Diamond Leagues aren't on at the right time on a Friday night. And then when they do exactly as you've been asking all this time, forget all about them. Okay, so that's that's not acceptable. Um, I was out of practice. Yeah, that's true. We're all out of practice. Yeah. Um, I was kind of the same in that I came in, I, I missed the beginning, then I was cooking, so I came in about 20 minutes late, and I thought to myself, well, that's fine, 20 minutes is fine, because I can just fast forward and catch up, like you usually can, there's usually yeah. chat, there's usually like things we don't need to see, but I, I never caught up, at no point did I catch up in the whole entire thing, because it never stopped, there was nothing, there was no event that I didn't want to watch, there was no like um, gaps in between that you could fast forward through, um, overall it was just a really, really good show. It was a good show. So let's just talk about a couple of events that were not so good, just to get them out of the way. Sure. Um, as I said, the women's, hun- the women's 100 metres was bizarre, um, not just because of who won. Um, good luck to her. She's been running great this year. But Tulu was awful. Um, it, was just, it, was, it, was just, it was so weird compared to all the other events, because the other events was of such a high quality. And this event, it didn't have the big stars in it, but even like, what, basically one person ran, ran well. Um, very strange race. Well, I'm wondering also because the men's 200, apart from like Lower, Noah Lyles, wasn't a particularly high um, yeah. quality. I'm just wondering if the sprint somehow you need more time to get into it. Races. Than, yeah, maybe you Plus. need more races to get into it than you do maybe the longer distance. That was my thought at the time because they, they were two, the women's 400 as well. They were events that didn't have like the great quality that we saw in a lot of the other events. Um, we're going to talk a little bit later about the long distance races and why they're of such good quality but the other event that I thought was weird and this is just a weird event to me is the women's triple jump like yeah it's so the whole overall quality of it is so poor and, and has been for years Rojas, 
It has. I mean, they're doing to, like back in the early nineties. What was ninety three yes. when it was the yeah. first World Championships and Anna Biryakova won, and I think she jumped over fifteen meters then, or very she close did. to it. Yes. Um, and and it's just so weird that we're struggling to get over fourteen meters. And Julia Valhas, who we know can jump like fifteen. 50, practically, yeah. practically world record, is struggling to get over 14 metres. She's such a weird athlete because she's obviously got all the talent in the world. Yeah. She's got the physical capabilities. When she gets it together, she can practically break, well, she did break the world indoor record. And yet she's she's there, struck, can't get over 40 metres, a non-existent step. And the weird thing to me was she's got her coach, um, which is Ivan Pedrosa, um, who knows a th- thing or two about jumping. jumping yeah. But he's like... He's telling her the basics, like do a step and sh- showing her how to do a step. It's really weird. But like it was her first, first competition out. Yeah. We know that she needs to get into the rhythm. She'll be over. She'll, I mean, it, I wouldn't be at all surprised if she broke the world record this year. No, I'm expecting to go over 16 metres at some point when she gets it all together. <laughs> yes. the, um, I think the thing with her, she's so big. She's, she's six foot three and she's all arms and legs. And I can imagine that's actually mm. quite hard to control. You know, it's, it feels like when she gets it right, one of these days it's going to be spectacular, but it's taken her a few years to get there. She's still only like, what, 23 or something crazy? But also, like, I just feel like with her, she, she's obviously, she does a hop. She doesn't do any attempt no. at a step. Like, you know, like a proper, a big, like a step step with a high knee trying to get as far as possible. And I assume that's because if she does that, then she can't do the jump. Yeah. Because it's it's hard to control. But I'd like to see her try. Because I feel like if she really went for that big, big middle phase... She might just pull it off and jump sixteen meters, but anyway, yeah. that's 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 um, that's just. And just, just, just go through. Go on, sorry. No, I was just going just just very quickly on, on the event in general. Um, there's only really been her and Cat in the last what we're talking sort of ten years now, are we? Getting on towards that that have really been proper world class. You know, consistently over fifteen meters. Um, it feels mm. like something's going on with that event, and maybe something needs to be thought about it. There's a real. Um, possibilities there for some someone other athletes maybe in other events to yeah come in and yeah. start winning medals and making money that they're not maybe some of the second rank long jumpers because it's been for too, it's gone for too long now we should have 15 meters should be the the baseline these days shouldn't it exactly 100 percent um so let's just go through the events in not in order they ran but just in the order they're on the results page just have a little chat about them yeah um, quickly Obviously, so the men's 200 metres, Noah Lyles, we love Noah Lyles. I just wanted to make, I've written on my notes about him, he, like he did a black power salute. Yes. And I was so happy to see that because that's been a big thing against all sports is kneeling. I mean, I know we don't have a national anthem uh, before an athletics meeting, but um, Black Lives Matter and the the protest has been in every sport, yeah. in motor racing and everything. And not one person did it in athletics apart from him. And I was very pleased to see that coming from Noah Lyles. And I hope some other people took note of that. Um, the other thing, there was there was a guy there called El, um, Denise Elmas from Germany. And yeah. I was like, how did he get a lane? In, 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 his best was 2068, but he went around 2064 and came third, <laughs> beating Adam, beating Ramel um, Guliev. Uh, so, like, good good luck to him. Yeah. Can um, I just ask something quickly? The um, this is the first diamond league of the of the year. Um, yeah, there was a 200 and there was a triple jump in there. So, what's happened? To, <laughs> what's happened to all those all those Zurich fans? Like they've just been just been totally ignored. Like. Well, so the, but so presumably then. Well, I mean, I don't even know if the Diamond League's actually running this year. I guess no, not. I don't. I don't but, think so. Um, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Because they're so so unpopular. So unpopular. Um, yeah. Men's yeah, men's 800 was really high quality. My my feed went in and out, so I didn't really see the race. But um, Donovan Brazier is very very special. As is this 
Rice Hopple, Hopple, Bryce Hopple. Just... I mean, I, I vaguely yeah. know the name, and I remember something about him last year. He made the final. What. Oh, did he make the final? He made the final last year, yeah. Um, but just a very high-quality race altogether. And it was really nice seeing Kyle uh, do a PB, 144.83. Yeah. I, I love it. Small you, PB. You know when someone runs a really fast time and you can see the others behind them? And because we know what we're, we're, like, we know what people's PBs are, we know who these people are. And as soon as Kyle crossed that line, I was like, that's PB territory. You know, it's, like, it's very, very yeah. close, isn't it? Had he gone under 45 before... I feel like he hadn't, although maybe he did at Crystal Palace last year, but it was like yeah, 44 I, 98. But it's, that, that it's, rings a bell, yeah. slightly. Um, so the men's 1500, what a race. Now, <laughs> what a race. Now, number one, the worst pacemaking I oh think I've ever God. seen in my life. I mean, it was so first bad. 400. So bad. Uh, it was a joke. 52 and then a 58. But what does like, that say about Timothy kind of Chariot? You know, cause exactly. It, it was so obvious that they were going to come sweeping past him. He was going to get totally eaten up. And when he didn't, I thought that's because they were holding back at one point. When the Inga Britsons went up to his shoulder, I thought they're just waiting for him to fade. But it turns out they couldn't. They couldn't get past him, could they? <laughs> however hard they tried. But can you imagine? He just ran um, what, 228.45, which is only three hundredths of his personal best. Um, um, he is I think he must be the seventh best of all time because Jakob just went into eighth of all time right um, and um, if he'd run 54-54 um, and had like imagine how fast he could have gone I mean yeah. I'm not saying he can break the world record but like he could definitely get well up close to it because because the pacing was so terrible I hadn't realised quite how fast it was and yeah. when he came around with maybe like 150 to go and it was clicking round at like in the teens or something and I was like oh and then it looked like he was going to um, actually run a bit faster than that at one, at one point I think by the end they were just hanging on what they were li- just like yeah. hanging on for dear life we've got to talk about Jake Whiteman um, we have to talk about Jake Whiteman just, I just want to talk about Jakob Inkebrigtsen first sure. he, there's something about him that he's got this kind of Svetlana Mastakova hold over yes, the field. Yes, Like, he's, he's 19, and he's obviously one of the very best in the world. But the way he... Co- even though he came second and he, was, <laughs> he wasn't leading the race, the way he commands 100%. everybody else, it's very weird, very weird to watch, but, um, he, like, phenomenal. Jake Whiteman, second Britain of all time, and 22nd on, tw- 22nd on the world all list of all time, which doesn't sound that high, but... The 1500 is a stacked event. There is like there is some r- amazing people ahead it, of him. It, it sounds really, how, really high. Like, ridiculous. You say it doesn't sound that high. It sounds really high when you've just become the second Britain of all time, beating Steve Cram. Yeah. Which was hilarious as Steve yeah. Cram was, um, was commentating on it. I mean, <laughs> what I love about that was he did what, what we always complain British middle distance runners don't do. Yes. Really, well, men especially. Is he, he went with it. And he hung on. Yeah. And who knows what other people could have done over the years. They'd just given that go. I mean, they might have died horribly. Who knows? But you never know but if you don't also, try. Also, that genius bit 200 metres out when he just really yes. overtook Philip Inglebritson. Yeah. Uh, that was, like, that's, that was probably my favourite moment of the whole, of the whole <laughs> meeting last night. Because it was just... It was because he could have quite easily not. And you, like, you, you defer to someone who yes, is supposed to be absolutely. a bit better than you. Yeah. And you stick behind them. But he went for it. And it was that, that was an amazing moment. It's that, it's just that confidence, just isn't it? It's all Tim- confidence, isn't it? Yeah. Just going back to Timothy Chariot. Because as usual, we've when, overlooked yes, this winner. winner. Not yeah. us. But this is what people do about Timothy Chariot. That was 
a ridiculously phenomenal race. He did it last year. It might have even been in, in Monaco when he went off really hard with the pacemakers and yeah. no one followed him and he won by a streak. And I think it's when he set his PB. He's one phenomenal athlete um, and I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. Um, I, yeah, I think he hasn't, he hasn't been around quite long enough yet for people to, to, to sink in. So I think yeah. Man, Manyonga was about. Not, was it Manyonga? Was about yeah. to be. Yeah, it was, the, yeah. yeah it was about to be like the big new name, wasn't he? And then in the last yeah. year or so, he's kind of dipped. Well, he because he was injured last year. Yeah, and so Timothy Chariot came to the fore. But what? Yeah. what an amazing athlete! But there's going to be. Um, sorry, God. I was also say. I mean, Charlie Gross won thirty four, which is like great, yeah. great running. So like, what? Well, actually, just just for one second, as you've mentioned that, can we just talk a little bit about the British athletes? Because we had now Adam didn't run great. Um, but um, Carl Langford set a PB, Jake Whiteman set a PB, like you said, um, Charlie ran 3.34, which most times we'd be saying amazing. Absolutely, what an amazing exactly, race. yeah. Um, um, also, um, all the all the women's in the 1,000 metres ran really well, um, Laura, White, Laura Waitman, we'll talk about that later, but yeah. what a great night. Um, uh, um, Andy Foxy. Andy Foxy. I mean, only really Kat and Daryl. Um, didn't, didn't do so well but a great night for the British athletes and nice to see them out on the Diamond League because this is another thing we say all the time British athletes don't compete enough at the highest level um, Dino obviously was on earlier um, last last episode saying she's probably not going to compete and depending on the safety issues because she is not about to get a respiratory um, disease, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, disease the, the year before the Olympics so different people make different choices um, but yeah still very nice to see so, can um, I just say just, just a couple quick running. we just want to this is all, all positive. I just want to bring up two things that I was kind of concerned about. One was way too much hugging going on. Way too much yes. hugging. Um, there was a and that kind of, of also that aw- awkward hugging where they weren't sure and they just went yeah, for it anyway. Yeah, because some people took took control and like put their elbow out, you know. So it's like this is how we're going to yeah. do it. And other people went around like b- bumping fists or shaking hands or something. And I'm just like, this should have been decided beforehand so as not to put people in awkward positions. Whoever's organising this should yeah. have said to people, no hugging, you know. It's, it's just not, yeah. it's not appropriate, I don't think, is it, at the moment, considering what, what everything's going through. Um, also, okay. no... Um, sorry, go on. That was, that, was, that was my point, really. Um, so, there's obviously one big race we'll come back and we'll talk about yeah, at the absolutely. end. The, um, the women's, uh, the men's 110 hurdles, um, great race, great early season form from, from every... Well, absolutely. not so much Grant Holloway, but, but even Grant Holloway ran 13-19. But Andy Posse, a PB. Yeah, he's having such a amazing. good year. Um, I, I just want to say Al- Sufian Albacali is my favourite steeplechaser I love him <laughs> I love, I him love his face he looks like Charles de Gaulle he's one of my favourite athletes um, I'm not quite sure why but anyway I love him um, as we talked about the women's 100 was not so great the uh, women's 400 I've never heard of Leona Irby before but I have now and she's run 49.8 before so maybe someone to keep an eye on just quickly um, just a minute because you, you skipped the men's pole vault um, which isn't yeah I did uh, awful lot to say about um, I know but Armand again you know he's just showing everyone what he is isn't he um, Thiago Braz is a worry though That's, is, that, is he ever going to come back that was because he, he did quite I mean, he jumped I think he jumped like 590 or something last year I once he was so right, inconsistent yeah. Yeah. and when he came in um, Rio that is like one of those the cl- one of the clutch performances of all time, all time one of those yeah. just moments where everything goes right so he's obviously got the talent I think he was world junior champion um, so he's obviously got the talent and it's a shame to see him struggling because of, we, the pole vault is one of our favourite events and we'd love someone in the mix who, Absolutely. who can jump 603 yeah. if he can get over 6 metres consistently I listen um, I, read, I read something about him the other day. He's had all kinds of trouble since, like the uh, since the Olympics, and he's hoping like to get it back together this year. So we'll, we'll see.
Hi, I'm Gina Asher-Smith, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. That we had to talk about is the men's 400 hurdles. Um, just because Carsten is such a beast, because he always goes out as if he's going to break the world record, and he probably <laughs> is. And like, also, he does 13 strides all the way round on his left leg, which there's not a more perfect way to run a 400 hurdles. There's no change down. There's no swapping legs. There's no um, hurdling on your right head, which right leg, which takes you further out, um, like especially around a bend, will take you out to the outside of the lane. It's like the metronomic perfection of 400 meter hurdles. I think we used to talk about um, um, Ed Moses doing 13 strides all the way around and maybe um, Kevin Young, but think how tall and long and lean they were compared to Carsten Vorholm. The strength that it takes to do that is just phenomenal. He's, I just love him. What he, when you watch, when it goes at that hard, the assumption is you, sh- you should be slowing should down at the end. You should be dying and other yeah. people should be coming back and they're not. And that's pure, <laughs> just like grit and determination. You know, he said to me, didn't he? Like you just, you go out there and you're going to die and he said that's fine it's only it's only a very short amount of time um, and he'll, he'll worry about it afterwards um, 47.10 basically 10. on his own in the first race of the year I mean that's just crazy yeah and and that's what's so great about him it doesn't matter if it's competition he no. just runs his own race he Always. runs the same way every time you know what he's going to do he ran a 300 world record the other day with that bizarre long striding high jump yeah. <laughs> high jump run up <laughs> well, he's yeah he's a phenomenal athlete and I think some of his strength and his like the training he does comes down to he was a decathlete wasn't he he was yeah. European junior um, decathlon champion and then he also ran the 400 in between something not, didn't he run something, the four something crazy yeah, like that, yeah I think on the same day the, uh, yeah so he's he crazy but we, we love him uh, can I just um, quickly say I was a bit concerned because I want him to win the Olympics when you've won two world championships in, in between that Olympic cycle and it's kind of your time to win the Olympics isn't it and the fact that the Olympics has been postponed I'm really concerned that like next year may be too late but going on this year's form yeah. I don't think at the moment we have to worry too much do we things like um, fingers crossed he can hold it through yeah because the thing is with him also there's there's two other athletes who are on his level yeah, absolutely. wise but he like at a championships he's the one we're going to trust 100% um, so just um, we need to talk about the, the women's race as well the women's thousand metres Kip, Kate, Faith Kip Yeagon she's another underrated athlete yeah, world is. champion um, Olympic champion world silver medalist um, and she got I think she was a silver medalist back in 2015 as well or, or something but why, and why a thousand metres went away had a baby oh she did yeah but what I mean who knows I mean, why a thousand metres did, did so- Someone in Zurich liked it, yeah. and also they ran the second fastest time of all time. Laura Muir runs a British record. Karen Kiera McGean was phenomenal, and yes, she hadn't got caught behind. Yeah. Um, I think it was Nakai. Um, she pro- she could have even beaten Laura. Um, Gemma Riki is coming out and running at the level we saw her do indoors, which is brilliant. Great race. Yeah. And what a great um, what a great lineup that race was. Like there was some every single person in there well, was yeah, some when, kind of champion. So when you see that when you see that Raven Robert Rogers came last. Yeah, that says it all, doesn't it? And and your pacemaker is Shalena. Yes. (laughs) Um, The Women's 5000, once again, a great race. I love Helena Beery. I love Helena Beery. What I love about her is... She's like, never count her out. Do you know what I mean? It's like, she always no. feels like there's, there's, there's flashier runners. There's people who sort of get more more attention sometimes. But if she's in a race, I'm always like, oh, no, you know, do not. There was all the talk before was about... Um, um, Sifan Hassan. Sifan Hassan, yeah. Um, and I thought, when I saw that, I thought, oh, I don't think Sifan Hassan's getting the, getting the world record if one's going. I said, I, I was, think Helen the Beer is the one to beat. Yeah, the thing is with Sifan Hassan, she did she did set a mile record last year, didn't she? Yeah. But um, she's not one that commits no, exactly. to a race. Like she's hands back. And I feel like 
she'd had to be seriously on it and her head in that game yes, to, to take it out because you're going to have to run it by yourself. But Helena Beery's got that killer kick. Yes. Um, that is, is and she, oh, she's from a 1500 metre background. I really like her and I really hope that she wins the Olympics next year because she doesn't have, a, she won silver last time. She's not got an Olympic gold. I agree. Was it, was it last year? Was it, was, it, was it last year? She won like on the fields, the roads and the, and the track, didn't she? Um, yeah, Helena she won Beery. the World Cross Country. Then she won the 5000 at the Worlds and what, roads? Or was it indoors? Oh, maybe it was indoors. Anyway, she won lots of right. yeah. Um We, I don't know why Sifan Hassan dropped out. Don't know if anyone knows no, that. No, that's interesting. We'll surely find out at some point. Yeah, um, and obviously we've got to talk about Laura Whiteman again. It's exactly the same as same with um, um, Jeff, not Jeff, Jake. Jake, Jake, yeah, Jake Whiteman. Um, it's the same thing. She committed. She went with it, you know. And look what happens when you commit. It's just, a, just yeah, like spectacular. A, is that the second eight second PB? That must be the second fastest Brit of all time. Surely, is it? Must be. Yes, I think it is because I think it's Joe Pavey, but I don't think she's run that fast. No, so must so, be after Paul, um, surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, great run. It's, it's great. It's interesting to see her moving up through distances as well. Yes, she, absolutely. It wasn't until the Commonwealths that she'd really run a five thousand, and she got a bronze. Did she get a medal there? I think she got a bronze. She got a medal at the Commonwealths. I, I think yeah. you're right. Um, um, so yeah, that was a, that was a, another great race. Um, the what other races are there? Is there just one more we need to talk about? There's just the women's high jump, which was just you know fine. I've got nothing particularly to say about it. I think the one yeah. we need to talk about is the, the big one. Right, I'm very conflicted about this because it was for me it was the most underwhelming world record I've ever seen. When they said they're going for the world record, I kind of rolled my eyes, and then it was like, oh okay, so Joshua Chepter guy's in the race and he did set a world uh, road best. But that's an insane world record. Like it's like no one's got close to it for, well, it was two thousand and four, wasn't it? No one's got close to it. People it's don't not run just, under it's not just no minutes that option. It's not often. just no one's got close to it. No one's even tried. You know, there was that one fast yeah. race. So there was that one fast race in a, a diamond league, maybe at Monaco, a couple of years back, when a whole coast of people ran fast. Yeah, wasn't um, yeah. Uh, but that apart from that, I don't remember a race that was this sort of pacey in like a decade. No, so I was like, okay, whatever, it's not going to do it. And listen, he runs a brilliant... I love the way he runs. It's so economical. Yeah. It's so, like, he looks so light and he looks so effortless. And it's it's a really beautiful um, run, stride to watch. But I'm sorry, I'm, I, I can't go along with a world record that's paced by lights the whole way. Like, they were, they were making this big fuss about, oh, my God, he was so even-paced. Well, of course he was even-paced, because he literally had... He ran the first 3,000 in this, and he ran the th- this last 3,000 in the same time. Of course he did, because he had an even-paced even light pacing him the whole way. Yeah. So how is that... It's just not the same as someone... Like, they were saying that... Um, um, what's it, who's the previous world record on? Ken Anissa. Ken Anissa... Um, how he'd gone out for, like for two thousand, he'd run it by himself. He'd done this. The difference between doing that all by yourself, well, first of all, having um, p- 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 people as pacemakers, which is yeah. going to be erratic at the beginning of the race, and then literally having um, going it out by yourself is a totally different thing. And they also so, said, and I don't know what shoes said, he's wearing, but he could be yeah. he could be wearing bouncy shoes as well. They also they said something along the lines of, "Oh, he's he's metronomic, and like his last um, his last lap wasn't even isn't faster than the lap before." Um, which of course is how you usually traditionally run a race, isn't it? Your last lap, you've got to get yeah. that. You know, you've got to run like a fifty-two or whatever it is in your in your last lap. Um, well, of course, he didn't have to because he knew exactly where he was and where he going up. Yeah, to. exactly. I, I hadn't exactly. I hadn't thought that one through. That's that's really shonky. I'm not sure that 
this is so not not only do you literally have your pacemaker with you all the time you you know what time you're on the whole time yeah like you don't have to look at your watch and do some calculation you literally just have to follow that line yeah because you always I'm, hear about having this they're slipping behind that you're they're slipping behind they're losing time when he could judge that anyway he wanted to yeah i'm also slightly um it just feels really weird it's come out of nowhere he's clearly an extremely talented athlete and i'm just wondering if all this time there have been people out there who could run this fast and we just haven't seen them do it or what's been going on in those long long to middle distance races because we just haven't seen people of this caliber for a long time have we but I think we've talked about this a lot and I think one of the reasons is that the talented athletes are Kenyan and Ethiopian and if you're even vaguely successful on the track or the roads you're a multi-millionaire in Kenya um, and they know that they can go to the roads and win loads of money um, obviously we've had Mo winning everything on the roads on the track and he wasn't interested in times at all um, so I think there's a comp- I think there's a lot of people who were, were talented do you remember Khaled Khaled Indiki was his name I do, um, I do not remember him he was going to be the new big <laughs> Um, he had like a Mohican um, and he was he was going to be the new sensation over 500 he had one good season don't know what happened to him they've had there's there's have been people and there have been people who maybe not could break the world record but could run significantly faster than they have but now we've got we don't even need pacemakers we're just going to have a light yeah. on the track every time I, world records are going to go all the time there's also and that thing I where people can make a, about that. no I agree but people can make a really really good living running road races around the world that you've never ever heard of and they could actually be the next yeah. 5000 metre uh, world record of all we know but they're off in Japan you know running the road race every week for 10 grand it's like it's totally understandable isn't and it? you imagine you think you think how much ten, how far 10 grand goes in Kenya yeah like it's it's stupid money um, so Where's the incentive um, when you're the equivalent of a millionaire anyway? But yeah, yeah I was sorry, sorry, but that Josh. race just left a really bad taste in my mouth. And um, while I really like Joshua Tegai, and I really hope he does the double at the Olympics next year, and I want to see him over cross country again because yeah. he's awesome at the cross country. Um, and I think it's great to see Ugandan athletes. Um, it's not just about um, Kenyans and Ethiopians um, or Mo Farah. Um, so there's, I mean, Joshua Tegai, I've got not a bad word to say against him, but I am not a fan and I'm never going to be a fan of literally having a pacemaker pace you exactly the right pace. It's even worse when Paula broke the world record and when people are like, oh, she had men running with her. Yeah. But they, they're not metronomes. No, they're they, human. They, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They, they go fast, they slow down. Like it's, it's, not, it's just not the same thing. So It's yeah, so, I, so interesting. I, I just didn't clock any of this when I was watching it. I didn't even think because they started... Where did they have that before? Was it just last year they started trialling out the... Um, no, they had... Yeah, but they had it. Do you remember they had it at the night of a ten thousand PBs? No, but and there was some. There was some. There was somewhere else. Where we saw it on 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 TV. They were just trying it out. I don't think it worked or something originally the first time round. But certainly you shouldn't. Well, no, it shouldn't we, be able to go further. It, than we the, had it at that. We had it at that stupid thing, the night of the the, the Inspiration Games. Or oh, whatever. Inspiration Games. It's something like that. We saw it. The um. I mean, it's I find in theory, but you shouldn't have it further than the than the pacemakers. That's just unfair, isn't it? That yeah yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's like, what are we going to have now? It's like wind set up behind you, dead on two, two metres per second. Yeah. Um, like, it's just, the whole thing leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I, I don't want to leave this event on a negative because it was such a good event. And when's the next one? There's one next, next week, week, right? Next week, Stockholm next week. Stockholm next week. 
So Stockholm next week, we'll be tuning in. We might do an emergency pod afterwards as well. We do, but it's just so that we don't end on a on a on a sour note. Yeah, I just want to say one yep. thing that, that Claire has um, has put out here. She wanted us to specifically yep. send to her because she can't be here. She says she just wants to do a shout out to Carsten, who is of course all of our our favourite athletes, um, for being relentlessly high achieving and entertaining, and for always going out at the speed of the peers masochistic, bordering on kamikaze, <laughs> of which he Im- inevitably proves genius. Um, I think we can all agree with that. Absolutely. So listen, that's a round of applause, not just for Carsten, but for the whole event last night. Um, yeah, it was well great. Well done, World Athletics. God, well done. That, that's not come out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done, Diamond League. <laughs> yes, well done, Monaco. Well done, all the amazing athletes, including Joshua Tech. Just absolutely, Joshua, yeah. Um, Check Um And we'll see you in Stockholm next week. Um, join us on Twitter in between what do you think about the new world record are you yeah. on the same page as me or am I just being an old curmudgeon you can tweet us at uh, I've got no idea at, at Backstreet B at Backstreet B sorry I was thinking of the pot- oh god here we go and you could join us on Instagram at Backstreet Boys Podcast oh, thanks very much anyway Thanks, guys. Tweet us. Let us know what you think of that new world record. And we'll have a lot of debate this this week. And we'll all see you in Stockholm next week. And then don't forget the British trials are coming up at the beginning of September, which we're hoping to be there. We're hoping to be there and doing some uh, safely distanced interviews with people, which means on the phone. But um, goodbye. Thanks for joining us at the Backstrike Boys. See you later. Bye. Bye.